Well, welcome in. It's jobbing out. That would make me Glenn and him Aaron and him Brandon. And boy, I I just thought, you know, we'd have a nice little week and we wouldn't have to talk about. I, all right. I'm going to do my best. I'm I've decided, <laughs> I've decided that whenever it sounds like I'm being too brutal about the edge thing that you guys have to step in. OK. I don't, I don't think I want to. Wait, 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 wait. Brandon, of course you – why don't you want to? You have been Edge's biggest supporter over the past three years. You have been a bigger supporter of Edge no, than Ben not, Nash. That's not true at all. Dude, I, you okay, vote for him not, for match of the not, year. saying crazy things. Nobody's a bigger supporter than that, Ben. Okay, Nash. you're right. Yeah. I, I, should, I uh, shouldn't also, have hyperbole there. And also you literally bigger, voted for him for match on. of the year every year since he's come back. Hang on, that's hang on. That's not true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're walking right past Ben Nash. Bigger – no one's a bigger supporter – and no one's a funnier comedian than Ben Nash. That's right. That's true. Right, Absolutely facts right there. Sorry, go ahead. You actually have. You voted in 2020. You voted for the greatest oh, match ever as match of the year. He's got receipts. In, in 2021, you voted for Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. And then Dude, in 2022. Edge. about <laughs> Seth Rollins. And then in 2022, you voted for Edge versus Finn Balor, Last Man Standing, or I Quit, or whatever the hell that match was. Oh, receipts. That's not true. I didn't vote for that. Last year. You might not have voted for it, but you brought it up as like, we need to talk about this match. Because because if we don't bring matches up, then you just vote for the same match and we can't have a conversation. Okay, but my point is you've thought that Edge has had great matches. You've also consider the other person in those matches. (laughs) It has nothing to do with You voted for a match every year. There's been one constant in those matches. Because you guys brought up the obvious thing, so then I would bring up something no, else. No, that you was good. voted. You were the reason why that stupid Edge Randy Orton match was tied oh, for our match of the year. We all agreed with that. Wasn't just me. Somebody no, no, else me had and... to vote for it too. Yeah, AJ. <laughs> the Mark. Me, me and Glenn <laughs> voted for Walter and Dragunov. Oh, we did, and that was a great match. Hmm. You have Brand- been a supporter of Edge. You have liked Edge's matches. It has nothing to do with Edge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the deal. I When I start going and to... And by the it, way, for the record, I was the person on the show that said that they were going to put Edge in the title picture. I didn't yeah, think... Yeah, and you were in support of it. You thought it was I a good idea. Well, because yeah. you, can't, you can't bring someone back. Like, it, it, it's logistics. It's not... It's not, I want Edge to be in the title picture. It's, they're so not Edge doing having, this to Edge do nothing. Edge is having great matches and should be in the title picture. But no, Edge no, is the, not no, a good the performer. the title picture was before he had any matches. That was just, he's back and he's obviously going to be in the title picture. That was the conversation there. I believe um, it was not you saying he needed to be in the title picture. I believe you I made said, it I didn't say clear. needed. I said they're going to put believe, him in. I believe you made it very clear that he was going to be champion, and you were wrong. Ha <laughs> ha, jerk. Yeah, I said I wouldn't be surprised if they give him the title, but it, that right, was when right, the right, same right. guy didn't have both titles. We're getting well. too incestuous, and I, I only like a little incest in my, you know, as everybody knows. Um, I, let me try to be, let me try to be zen about this. I, what I said on Twitter was... Adam Copeland, the man. And I think when we talked about this possibility a couple weeks ago, I said the same thing. Adam Copeland, the man, has, beyond any shadow of a doubt, earned the right to dictate whatever he wants to do and however he wants to handle 
his career. Whatever opportunity is in front of him, he owes nothing to anyone to say, I'm not going to do that if it's not what he wants to do. I don't know. One of the interesting things is like I haven't really seen any information and you guys can tell me if there's something out there about like what the offer was, because the the first knee jerk reaction I had was, boy, I bet that offer went up a little bit when the CM Punk thing happened. Boy, I bet that whatever they were doing, all of a sudden they said, well, we have to fill this CM Punk hole and look, there's this guy out there that we think we might be able to fill it and perhaps had even given indications that he would potentially be interested in being the one to, to fill the CM Punk hole. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. It might very well be that he was always going to go there no matter what, and that the initial reporting that was out there was always, to, and never mattered what the money was. He had decided he wanted to go work with Christian again, and this was the place that he could do it. I'm going to say, and let, do you guys know anything about the money? Have you seen anything? There, there hasn't been anything for the money from I what seen I've anything. seen. Other than I would, it wouldn't surprise me if you were right. Here are my three biggest takeaways beyond that. The first one is, it's still sad on a couple levels. It's sad on the Adam Copeland level because there's nothing there other than Christian, right? That's it. That's the only thing he can say. You know, and, and by, by the way, I actually think he did a damn good job both on social media and on television of trying to lay out like the, you know, how enticing it would be to do Edge versus Kenny Omega. I guess those are certainly two names we've heard of, but I've never spent a day in my life thinking, boy, I won't be able to live unless I get Adam Copeland versus Kenny Omega, because, of course, there's nothing there. Right. Like, that's why they're trying to force it now is because they know there's nothing there, I guess, other than the fact that they're both Canadian. But I'm, I don't think he's going to wrestle every Canadian. I don't think that Lance Storm is going to come back and um, and have never a big know. I, I, is look, there, I'm not is, there, is, is Edge also a Don Callis guy? <laughs> right. Something. I mean, he's a Canadian, so, you know. Yeah, there could be that. So that's the first part is that it's sad. Two, it's the bigger part, though. That that pales to me on the side of how sad it is for AEW. Because it's sad that this continues to kind of be the story that no, 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 we're not WCW, except so obviously we're just WCW. Like every turn they but have. But not NWO WCW. Like 2001 WCW. Correct. Well, by like, the way, NWO WCW, we forget. Like the first big feud that Hollywood Hogan had was the not Sting. with. No. Oh, Sting was a while. It Piper? was Rowdy Roddy Piper. But that was good. That was good? 1996 I, I, Rowdy Roddy Piper yes. was good? It was good because because there was a story there and Hogan and Piper have never fought each other as a heel as switched as roles reversed. That was I'm not gonna say it stayed good, but it was a good idea. Are you are you gonna say Edge versus Christian is a good idea because of the, no they haven't then wait why is Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Hogan a good was a good idea because why was that Hogan a good idea? never beat Piper. I mean it was a good story. Piper was fine. He could still work. Like he didn't he look those matches were awful. Those matches were no. Awful. I I I don't I I mean. There's multiple reasons why they could be bad, but I don't think like if you go back and look like I just watched watch that the, cage um, match. What go back and watch that cage? But again, match. you're you're gonna pinpoint a match. I'm just saying, if you go back and look at um like what whatever there was this rival series or whatever that 
looked at rivalries and that was one of the episodes was like Piper and Hogan and they went through the whole thing. And then you'd see the WCW stuff when Piper first came into WCW, he did not look, he looked fine. Like he, he was still in good, pretty good shape. Like, but he didn't put on good matches. It was after. Yeah. But like, is, what do you want out of Roddy Ruddy Pipe? I mean, we're going down a weird. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going down a weird tangent. I'm letting but... you guys go for a little bit because normally this is me. And so this is the fun part is that no one can yell at me for you guys. I, 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 listen, this what they're going to do here. Pale is not that this is a thousand times worse. than. All right, let, let, well, me, let me finish for a second. Because <laughs> there's the people are way less relevant. Like you have to acknowledge like. Hulk Hogan was relevant for sure. a lot longer of a t- and like at a higher level than any of these people are. But also, you're still how, you're still basing off teams from question. like how, 15 years ago. How old was Hulk Hogan at that point? Uh, Hogan, let's see, Hogan 1990. I mean, Hogan was fine. It was more Piper. Piper right. could not work in 1996. Right. right, and I do think that, but I do think that it's relevant. We make these comparisons. I mean, Adam Copeland is legitimately 50 years old. Like we can't, that can't be hidden from. I, I guess technically he turns 50 later this month, but you know what? I, like he's yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. he's not 46 and like teetering. He's 50 as he I arrives. I think Hogan was mid 40s, yeah, 44. Okay. And, and I know like that. that doesn't sound like it's dramatically different. No, but it is. But it, I think Piper was 41. Like, and he couldn't work. But but again. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we're not, yeah. That, we're not gonna do it all show. I appreciate it. I'm normally all in favor of it. We're not gonna do it all show. Uh, the third layer of this, and and we'll get to all of the other aspects of it, but I don't want it to go ignored because I'm still not sure how much of this is related to whatever bad blood might exist related to the WWE and not putting Christian in the Hall of Fame. And maybe all of these dominoes fall no matter what because Tony Khan, as we talked about a lot, just loves playing with dolls. And even if WWE had treated christian wonderfully and had you know maybe this all happens anyway but the thought that any of these dominoes might not have fallen had they just done the respect I, I still can't get over that i can't get over that there would be any room for there to be any amount of bad blood related to the idea that christian wasn't put in the hall of fame which isn't real i just can't escape at least some amount of culpability of why why have you continued to go out of your way and and I can't shake the the other end of it which is as much as I don't want any of this I also have a lot of reasons to believe that WWE is probably a terrible place to work like we've got a lot of reasons to think that and for all of the things that I don't want in AEW the truth is given everything that you look at over there I can kind of understand why a performer still might say, yeah, but I just think the grass might be greener for me over there. And that is the other end of the sadness, which is that there's no reason why this should have to happen for any of these people. I'm largely on the same place that you're at. I I think there are a few more matches in there that I'm curious about seeing um in particular the moxley match i think the edge moxley match it's not something that i'm like late awake at night saying oh my god i need to see edge and moxley but it is something that we've never gotten to see something that similar you know like you could almost make there was there was a stretch 
where when Dean Ambrose first started, people were making that edge comparison as far as his personality goes. Mm. And they and they have a wrestling style that I think is really interesting and potentially but, really good with you. And I'm not saying that, oh, my God, I need to see this match, but it's something that is somewhat compelling to me. And I do want to uh, just to follow up. I think that there will still be some good matches like I. As I said during the WWE, I didn't need any of the WWE run beyond just the return, right? But it was always fine. And as long as it stayed non-threatening, it never bothered me. The The worst element of all of this is the idea that they think it's a good thing that he's going to be a full-time wrestler. Like, that's the worst element about this. It is, but I got to go back to something that you said earlier. What what did you say again about about WWE and about it this not being nece- having to be necessary or something like that? Like what what was that? I'm saying that I as much as I don't want this, I will right. always understand. Given everything we know about the way that the WWE treats employees, I will always understand this employee. I, I certainly don't know that it's this employee, but if he feels a way to, about the way they treated Christian, I'll understand that entirely. Like, that, I, I don't think that WWE ever purposely mistreated Edge, to be certain. I don't feel that way. But he also can look around. And if he's friends with Dolph Ziggler and Dolph Ziggler feels like he got mistreated, then I can understand if Edge is sitting there saying, you know, I just think that, like, my friends and I would be a lot happier together over there. And I can't fight about that i can't push back on that wwe has treated employees terribly and now they're partnering with a company that treats employees worse like it's it's un there is no line of demarcation here where you say well yeah but this one was treated fairly i to the point i but the I only thing i was the only thing i'll say though is like what did you want from edge and wwe because i know not, what the answer right nothing <laughs> so i this is that's where said, this might have happened anyway, Brandon. These but, are two but, separate but, but that's what I'm saying. This is where it gets tough because, like, to me, like the stuff you're talking about aside, like that's we we have no idea what the what's going on with this these two people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing that you said, right? Like, it's all like from a programming standpoint. If what Edge said is reality, that's them doing the right thing. <laughs> I mean, in a right. weird way is they said, sorry, buddy, we don't have anything for you. And that's exactly what they should have said, probably. Or if it was, we don't have what you want, which I, I think is more likely the scenario that they didn't want. They didn't not want him on TV. They just didn't want to put him in title pictures and well, main we, don't, we don't know that. To be fair, we don't know that it's the title picture either. It could just be like. You're but, putting me against but again, main storyline for the, another six months. <laughs> but, but again, main storyline, title, title picture, call it what you will. I mean, I think we can assume WWE wasn't going to throw him on the shelf. Like, if, right, or he just use, wanted to be a full time yeah, on TV every right. week person still. And, and they WWE didn't want him to be that. Or, not, or, yeah, or there were just no feuds for him. We, th- that could mean so many different things. So I think it's pretty clear what it meant. I think it meant I don't. You're old Why? and we don't want you on TV every week. Uh, maybe, except for the fact that WWE struggles to find get time on TV for the people that aren't old. Like, WWE struggles to find time on TV for a lot of people that we don't understand for forever. Um, but, I, yes, I, 
again, these this is not to me about the but wrestling. Again, we side can't of it. go from one one month you're, saying you're, how dare they continue to shove Edge down no, our no, no, throat. No, you're trying to you're trying to take two separate thoughts and bang them together, and they are two completely different thoughts. At no point am I saying that at WWE, I have any reason to believe they've done Edge wrong, but I can never defend WWE either. I can't ever come out of this and say, well, the one thing I know is that WWE didn't screw up in any capacity because I have no reason to think that that's true. And if Edge's feelings towards WWE are at all complicated by how they treated someone else in his life, whether it's Christian, whether it's someone else he's friends with, whether whoever it where, might where be. Where is all this coming from? Is there some report that said that that's why no, he left? Well, I mean, we know that they don't like Christian. We but, know that this that part is Christian. <laughs> the part that's definitely true is that they absolutely so kind of told Christian to F off and wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame, which is bonkers like that's just one of the most asinine sentences that i could ever say is that they wouldn't put christian in the hall of fame when they'll put anyone in the hall of fame anyone i think if you and i got an internet campaign together we could get into the hall of fame it's insanity that that was allowed to be a thing and there's no doubt there's an issue there but I don't know what other issues there might be. And what I'm saying is I'm not making an allegation. I'm saying that if at any level of this, Edge has felt like it might be more pleasant to work for another company, I can understand that because we have an overwhelming amount of evidence that says that working for this company is not fun. For some people. For a lot of people. I just I don't think Edge is one of those people. That's no one has said that. <laughs> creating something in your mind. No one has said that Edge is one of those people. I can repeat the same sentence a third time. Like it doesn't mean that Edge doesn't feel away about how someone else might have been treated. That even if he's built good there, but someone else in his life hasn't, I could understand him saying that impacts me and what I want to do at this point in my life. You know, it goes back to the conversation we had around Daniel Bryan, Brian, Brian Danielson. For from what we understand, he was treated, and from what we could see, treated very well at WWE. Could he have seen a place where he thought he would have more fun and have potentially better work environment or whatever? Yeah, and it's very maybe possible. Maybe not have to deal with the same BS on a day-to-day basis. Not yeah. have to, you know, think about and those things. I also can correct like WWE. I'm not suggesting is incompetent as a company from a business standpoint. They run things in a way that has behooved them for making money and for, you know, creating IP that is internationally significant in a way that no other professional wrestling company could ever dream of. And that does matter. And it's not just me trashing WWE, but all of these things go on the plate. And if it's something where every day you're getting reminded of, you know, for years, whatever it was, for Daniel Bryan, it might have been like, make sure you're not going on Twitch. Make sure whatever it was that just bugged you and said, we've all been there with companies. We're like, dude, this would be a nice place to work if I could just not deal with this. If I could just not deal with this one insane person that gets to make decisions that, Jesus Christ, it's overwhelming. This would be such a cool place to work. 
I don't know about any of that stuff, but I can't ever defend WWE because there is nothing there to defend. Right. Okay. All right, then. Do we, do we have anything else to say about the, the Edge thing? Or Adam Copeland or whatever we want to call him? I, I really, I, I can't believe, I can't believe they're going to put him on TV every week. I can't believe that that's, I, I say I can't believe it. Obviously, I can believe it. I know it. I just, it's unfathomable to me that they can't recognize that it's the problem. The problem is you're obsessed. Like, when he was talking about, boy, Edge and Sting were in the ring together. How cool is that? All I wanted to do was <laughs> scream and scream and say, this is the issue. That's what you think is a moment. Like, or like in the press junket where he said he's going to fight Sting. Right. Like, that's <laughs> – I just want to rip my hair out at that point. Like, the, the, how do you not see this problem? How are, are we just so dense? And the answer can be, well, it's the same reason why a bunch of pay-per-views were sold for Ric Flair's last match. That the nostalgia play is what they believe is their best chance of succeeding and surviving as a company. But God, I, we, we, we're doing Edge and Christian after the Hardy Boys in 2023. Like, have I lost my mind about this? <laughs> is it bad that, like, you tell me I get one match, and exactly one match, between Edge and Christian and the Young Bucks, and I'm at least slightly intrigued? I, 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 we talk, I think we talked about it the last time. It, it would be the one way to do it, right? Like, if you said, we've got to do something with Edge here, what would you do? I would say, yeah, that would make some amount of sense. Or even if you wanted to say it was Edge and Christian, the Bucks, and FTR. Sure. Right? Like, put put some great tag teams together and do it. I, I would say, fine, as long as you don't lean into it too much. Yeah, they shouldn't win the titles, but you want to give me, like, a last hurrah over the next year? Like, again, as, as much as, again, he should not be used high, but we're all willing to agree He's put on good matches. He can still work. He just shouldn't be in that position. Right. Um, so if you're telling me, and, and by the way, same as Christian. Christian can still work. He just shouldn't be in the necessarily the position he's in. You put them yeah. together, and they can work. Yeah, I don't. When we say, I think that Edge's matches have had more to offer than Christian's have. I actually don't know that I agree with you. I, I think like really? I, I overall, I, I thought Christian has been fine. When, I think when Christian came back, our bar was very low. And the more I've watched it, the more I found myself saying he's not very good. It's 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 a either we've accepted what it is. And so we're willing to grade on a on a scale. But I I don't think that the level has been very good of late. You don't think he's the best heel in all of wrestling like oh everyone God. in well, AEW? That's, that's Don Callis. So. Right. You're so right. Dare that, you. that position is not available, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, or, is, or, or is it the biggest draw in wrestling? Right, correct. The biggest draw in wrestling. I don't know. I mean, like, the, the terrifying part is that, like, you know that he's trying to fit, concoct a way to get another Edge and Christian Hardy Boys match. Like, you just know. Oh, that, that yeah, I couldn't be less happened. interested in that. And that's the, that is just. Well, no, actually, you, you know what he really wants. Is to get the Dudleys <laughs> into somehow. Uh -huh. yep. 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 And I, I, I would almost be willing to bet. It will happen. All in next year in London. 
and and I'd even go a step. I don't know if he even feels like it has to be something in London. I just think for him it just has to happen. However, <laughs> they can pull it off. Um, and I'd almost be willing that like the the funny part about that match is when it happens, we'll all say that was good enough because it won't require a lot of wrestling. They'll, they'll make stand it, there and look at each other, and people will lose their shit. Well, they'll, they'll make it a TLC. People will jump off of things, right. and we'll be like, okay, it that was watchable. It won't require a wrestling match. It will just require them jumping off things. And Jesus, Sting can still jump off things. <laughs> so, like, we we will probably end up saying, like, eh, it it was it was fun enough. It it was completely and unnecessary, but you know what? For what it yeah. was, okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I like I can just smell it coming from a mile away. But yeah, that's um that's where I'm at. I don't I don't wanna I, look, man, somebody's happy about this. And like legit, not just the people we that We should have had Ben Nash on the show. Um I actually think that Ben the problem is it's the same thing that happened when we did this with what was the take that uh Miggs had that I challenged him on, and as soon as I challenged him on it, he was like it was Cody in AEW. It was Cody in oh, AEW. Exactly was. And as soon as I challenged him on it, he was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he was like, actually, you're you're right. <laughs> right, but I'm I having fun. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> no, yeah, it was pretty much right. You're right, but I'm having fun. Well, that probably would have been Ben's. And that's exactly kind of the way I feel. And that's why I don't, like, I, I, I don't want to be the yuck your yum guy. Like, if you're into it, and it's just who you are as a wrestling fan, I think we all can acknowledge that, you know, Chris Jericho's matches haven't been very good for a little while, right? But yet, the Chris Jericho character still had so much more to offer. And that is part of this, too, with Edge, is that I don't think Edge has anything to offer when he's not wrestling. Like, I I don't feel about Edge the way that other people feel about him, because I've only, post-Edge and Christian, the Edge character has never been all that interesting to me. Hmm. I just never. I don't think I mean, he's his his heel character was was good. His his he is I, not an interesting face at I think all. His heel character was good in the context that a lot of heel characters are good. I don't think he brought some new layer to his heel character. No, no but he was a good heel. He was the ultimate I, opportunist. I, there was right, something there. Right. No, they they the character was good. I you're I'll give you that. But I just never thought him the performer. Be and truth be told, I I don't even know how much of it was him when it was Edge and Christian. I I think that it was they were given the opportunity to do some some silly fun things, um, you know, predating some of the things that we would see the Good Brothers do or like Breeze Dango do or you know whoever it would be over the years, and it really worked. And I think Christian had a lot to do with that. Uh, but, I was gonna say also in we, we you know we gotta say it, Christian especially in that decade was. Uh, exceptional performer a hundred percent a hundred percent so that is part of the issue for me is i've just never felt about edge the the actor the on the i've just never felt those things to me he was a wrestler and i just don't need 50 year old edge wrestling it's not it'll be fine it'll be passable it'll be if the bar is what Chris Jericho presents as a wrestler now, then he'll surpass that, obviously. Yeah, but it, but, but he doesn't have the rest. And that's, that's the point. Like Chris that's Jer- the issue. Like Chris Jericho is wildly entertaining. When I measure the two of them, like on a pie chart, and I'm trying to figure out how it. Like Edge is a is probably still what would we say a seven as a wrestler? I think still, 
or yeah, I think so. Uh, it could be. I mean, Eight. he busted out for the big match. They use him too much, but like that Jericho Osprey match was phenomenal. No, no, I'm saying Edge. Edge. Oh, Edge. Sorry, Edge. sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, I'd say in ring, yeah, he's a solid seven. So he's a seven as a wrestler, but I think he's more like a two as a a, a mic performer, as away from the ring. Whereas Jericho, who I think is probably only about a six as a wrestler anymore, is an eight to a nine still away. So there's and depending on the program, a ten. Correct. So my scale is someone who I think is a composite 15 or 16 versus someone who I think is a composite nine. And and that's kind of where I am at this point. If If I thought that Edge offered more from the character department, I'd probably be more inclined to deal with this side of it. But I've just not felt that way. And that's part of me. But other people love Edge and that's they'd be happy no matter what. Now, I, I'll push back, too, because even the people that love Edge would not suddenly start watching Impact if Edge went there. Some of it still is. I watch AEW anyway, so I'm I'm happy about it. Um, I, well, I, and and it's and it's like you know we got one of their guys. Like it's still that too. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, of course. But I mean, you know, I, like you know, let's let's. It, I'm not. Lord knows, I'm not the one who wants to defend WWE. But let's try to compare. One of these companies got Jade Cargill, and one right. of them got Adam. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I will say that the the going away from WWE part is probably not interesting, but I'm curious to see. You know, we see this sometimes. Probably with, what? It's probably what? It's probably it's probably going to be a nothing burger. But we have seen in the past guys intentionally try to do like if they've been particularly with WWE for a long time. When they leave the company, they intentionally, whether it works or not, try new things. And there's something about it that's like again, just from an observer of wrestling. I'm interested to see right. what Edge tries like, to do. Like he's like, gonna yeah, jump well, off of stuff. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, he he always jumps off of stuff. But like, what does he do to try to set himself different? How is Adam Copeland different from Edge? Like, obviously, it's not a new theme. I, th- obviously, I think it's he's not gonna be exactly character. the same person. I and, think and, he's a carbon copy of his what he was. Well, but I, I'm I'm curious. And to I see think that, that the tr- I think the try new things is gonna be wrestling wise. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm interested to see well, if he tra- he's, he's wrestled the same way for 24 years right now. He's going to be in one of those crazy matches where he yeah. jumps off of stuff or what? I don't think he's jumped off of things in WWE. In eh, this he's era. jumped off of in this uh, era. Could, I mean, look, there, he had the stupid, uh, the stupid match you love so much well, against. Well, that the one before it, the uh, the Last Man Standing match where he was, they were doing all sorts of stupid stuff. But I would not say, like Sting jumping off of the ladder through tables, stupid stuff, right? Probably not. I mean, I can't say for certain that he hasn't done it. But my my point is, we've seen him, like, he wasn't a guy around before WWE. He's done nothing outside of WWE. I'm curious to see if there's something a little bit different there. No, I Just again, him, from an observer of wrestling. I could see him attempting to suddenly become like a deathmatch person. Like, I could see him... Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to bleed all over the place. Right? That's, like, that's definitely yeah. happening. Like, if you, if this is something that I haven't been able to do, and so let me do that and let me show how... I could see him trying something like that. But I also think that part of the nature of that's why they wanted to go out of their way to announce that he was a full-time performer. Because I do think that alone is how he's going to differentiate who he is. Like, I'm, I'm Edge, the guy you tune in for every week, not the guy that you think is an old guy. Like, I do think that alone allows him to differentiate, you know, who, he, who, you know, Adam Copeland is 
from who Edge was when, you know, by the way, that's all we've seen of Edge for 13 years at this point, right? Like, considering he was out of the company for so long. So I think that alone helps him out in that process. I don't want to, we've, we've said everything there is to say. I, I don't want to be negative anymore. You know, people, if, if you're excited, you're excited. And God bless you. Um, and hopefully I, it helps the ratings, but I don't think it will. Well, no, Ed, Edge was ne- like that. That's the one big thing, though. Edge wasn't a draw in WWE. Nope. So, nope. like, I don't think he's going to be a draw at AEW. So, yeah, if that's I mean, part of the calculus here. By I, the way, I, according I to last night's numbers, they they were out drawn by NXT this week. So, but to, yeah. to be fair, when you say he's not a draw, like ratings wise, well, he's not. All, a, no one's a, like it's what we said. No one's right. a draw outside and of I like John Cena. And exactly. Dominic Mysterio. Right. Just Correct. Dominic. Dominic is the biggest draw in all of uh, professional. The needle work. mover. That's exactly right. That's what they call him. The needle mover Dominic Mysterio. All right. Um, so there's Edge. Now, I guess because we're here, let's stay on the AEW pay-per-view and anything else that we feel like we might want to say. I don't really have a ton else to yeah. say. Um, I just I was disappointed that they telegraphed the ending of the Darby Allen match so much because that could have been an actual shocking moment. But because they screwed up the bit on Dynamite where Nick Wayne was literally staring at Christian for 45 seconds, it they told you exactly what was going to happen in the match. I don't know how shocking of a moment it could have been. I mean, I, I think, it, w- it would have been more surprising if they didn't have him stare into I, the camera I, for 45 seconds. I, I agree with that, but it also goes back to, like, what is Nick Wayne right now? Like, why? What, An why idiot. We, I mean, right. Well, I, I just I think, mean, just as far as, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't have seen him turning on Darby Allen coming. I fair, wouldn't. but I just also don't know that it was that big of a deal because I don't think Nick Wayne is important yet. Like, I don't think he matters and I get it to the internet wrestling community. Nick Wayne was a big deal. And, you know, it being just like surprising endings and matches when you don't need to tell me what's going to happen before it happens. Sure. But I would say it's got to be something like it, it. Surprises still have to be something I care about. And to this I point, mean, pow- I, powerhouse Hobbs joining the Callis family was a surprise, <laughs> but I didn't give a damn about that. Right. Like, I, I still I still have to walk away from it saying, wow, like, that makes me want to want. I don't care if Nick Wayne is on Darby Allen's side or not, because I don't yet have any reason to care about anything that Nick Wayne does. Like, you, you so I, I don't know. It just didn't that didn't do anything for me. I will I will be interested in knowing what the timeline was for when they knew the edge thing was happening and if that made them decide that they don't do a championship match. Well, and I also know because remember they initially announced that the Daniel Bryan or the Brian Danielson match was the main event. That's true. Yeah. They did announce that initially as the main event, although they very sneakily started having Darby Allen talk about being the main event. So in hindsight, we should go back and look at that and know that's when they knew. But I, I am also in genuinely interested in if, if this is a thing that they now, as they move into this calendar where they're going to be having more pay-per-views, if they are intending to not have a championship match purposely on every pay-per-view and I'm not, there's no justification of that. Like you can't justify that, but it will be interesting as they shift into 
it's going to be 10 per year or is it going to be 12? Are they going to do one every we, month? We don't have an exact number. It doesn't seem like 12, but like nine to 10 seems. But by, by the way, I would like to clarify this. This this pay-per-view was headlined by a championship match. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Yes. Thank you. Dynamite. Well, everything's a championship. I, I, I thought you missed that. So no, it's a great point. Sure. Every, as you know, everything in AEW is a championship match. <laughs> That's right. How Every match is a title match. So you're God, going to have so a title good. match in the main event. Oh, it's so impossible. And then him don you can, you can have a match where one guy has two belts and the other guy has a belt right and then you tell you can tell us who's going to win by which belt is not on the line right you could do uh, that too how about don Callis trying to put over kyle fletcher and like <laughs> don Callis is not a good performer to begin with and like somehow even that was disappointing by his standards like even he was like you know he's a talented young man it's Kyle Fletcher, and we're all just like, okay. Like, I I did like how Wednesday seemed to be the point where even the hangers on were like, Don like there are people who think Don Callis is a fine heel, and we can argue back and forth whether he's a fine heel. But the problem is he should not be the one dealing the headshot to Kenny Omega. That's the problem in a nutshell, right there. Well, and he can't get anyone over. Well, he's not good. I don't right. know. He's not that interesting. He's not, he's not good, good, and he is the focal point. And it's 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 the most asinine thing that they've tried to present that like Don Callis matters when it, there's nothing about him that matters. It's he is the height of irrelevant. Like, can I, you think? I, I I've been actually thinking about this a lot the past couple months, and and it tells you what a sick freak I am that I'm thinking about this enough. You realize he was supposed to be the higher power at one point, right? Like the WWE higher power the guy the ministry was going to reveal as, like, the guy. What would have happened in wrestling if that had happened? That's a great question, Aaron. That is a really fascinating question. I, oh, I, I loathe to consider. To be fair, I also liked the Jackal back in the 90s. I thought he was uh, actually pretty good then. Maybe, maybe I would have to go back and think about whether he was better than this. I This is awful. I mean, this is just so atrocious and so painfully uninteresting like, can we talk about one good thing in aew sure tony timeless tony storm. oh, Tony storm's amazing amazing you and, know, and this match was just another oh my god oh chef's kiss no question i mean everything she's doing is brilliant i i actually can i be honest i, I you know that i think that orange cassidy is one of the top five things in all the pro wrestling i think that having him around hook is hurting him um, like, I didn't think he was able to make his point about John Moxley getting the match. I thought it came off more awkward than it did like, oh, right, Orange Cassidy's you, got a you, point. You here. needed Trent to be the one to articulate Correct. that. Correct. I don't yeah. think Hook is good enough to be able to to cover for what you want from the Orange Cassidy character. Like, you want him to be more understated, but you can't do that when his fodder is someone who can't talk. Well, it's it's like, um, you know, when Triple H, you know, was doing the kind of the tail end to his career and he would typically fight guys who were faster than him. And his whole bit was slow in the ring was slowing guys down. Then he faced the Undertaker and it was like, yeah, well, crap, you can't go any slower than this. Yeah. 100%. When when Orange Cassidy runs into someone who cares less than he whose character is that he cares less than Orange Cassidy. It doesn't work. Yeah, the character you no longer get the point of the character. Um, bad, just just 
like I, and it I, I thought this was like a short term like buddy cop thing. If they think that Orange Cassidy is supposed to pull hook up with them, that's yeah, that's, that's not going to work. I mean, it, it, it even if it could work because Orange Cassidy is a capable performer and maybe he could do it. It's to the detriment of Orange Cassidy. It's to the detriment of a character that works. Um, bad idea. Bad. Yeah, I, I'm bad hoping idea. this is a short term thing. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get rid of that immediately. And otherwise, I don't really have anything else to say about this. This nope. was a this was a pay per view that happened. I you know I'll, the one thing that I'll give them credit for is for for remember how down I was on the Jay White thing. I am realizing they have enough time and Jay White's good enough that they're going to make it compelling. I'm worried about the line by which it impacts MJF. Like, the way this character works is because we know MJF's not actually different, right? And by him not actually being different, he shouldn't actually be stupid, and that this week made him look stupid. Like, dude, you know what you're walking into right now. And I I hate the thing with the acclaimed. I, I hate that. Now, I assume that's to do another buddy cop thing in order to even the numbers. But I do not like the way they introduce that, particularly knowing that one of the performers in the acclaimed is gay. I don't want to be flirting around with like stalker and all that. That's a bad get away. I I, I don't think that's a long term. I feel like that was just kind of a little wink, wink, nod, nod to the the Internet stuff. But okay, I mean, that's you. But you're right. If that is a long term thing, it's problematic. But I I think that was just a kind of quick. Hey, you know, Max Caster likes to joke around on the Internet. We're going to acknowledge it type thing. OK, I mean, I hope that's all it is and then we can move on from it because I did not. I I, I think they should have stayed away from the word stalker altogether. I just did not. I didn't like that. And I don't think it works with with MJ. Like I it, it's so many layers to this. It's figuring out if they are just going back at some point. I think they've come too far now with MJF to just go back to the old MJF. But again what makes the character work is that we know he is the old mjf and so to have him walk into a a buzzsaw that's not something that the old mjf would do now again as long as it's just a momentary lapse and he remembers who he is after that i i guess it's okay but i i I don't love as good as i think jay white is as a performer and as good as he has looked in these first couple of interactions with mjf I do think that it's been a little bit to the detriment of the MJF character. I agree. I think, you know, we were kind of saying whether or not we would want Roderick Strong to get involved with this. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of coming around on it would help the MJF character for Roderick Strong to get involved with this. Probably would. But it's there's so many layers to this that I'm it's such a fine line, right? Like it's a fine line to who who do we actually like? Who do we know? There's so much. There's like a metaverse that's happening right now with all of these people. Like it's an we're we're now chanting. We we know that Roddy is a stalker, but yet we're chanting along with Adam because it's working. So does that make Roddy? I I can't figure out who's supposed to be what in all of this any longer. Like I am, I'm I'm afraid that they have. 
work themselves into a shoot that worked its way back into a work and then shot into it. Like, I am afraid they yeah. don't know what any of it is any longer. I, I think MJF needs somebody. If it's not Roderick Strong, who could that somebody be? Well, it's going to be the acclaimed. Like, you, you can't do that if it's not going to be the acclaimed. All right. What in the world reason would there be to have that interaction if it's not going to be the acclaimed? Like I said, just kind of a wink, wink, nod, nod. That's uh, dumb. Me. That is real. That is. I'm, I'm not so saying it's not dumb, but come on, you you don't think I, they would do a wink, nod? I, while I listen to you, that's so insanely meta that like, what is any of this at that point, right? Like, what, what, why does anything exist if that's the reason why we're doing segments on tele? If we if we are throwing away segments on television, a night where we already had to throw away a segment on television because the audio didn't work. Which is, <laughs> yeah. I was shocked when they played it again. Shoo, boy. T- Tony Khan is the man of the people, and when they all tweeted at him that they couldn't hear it, he insisted to, to run it. What a weird, what a yep. weird, weird. I day. saw that pop up in real time on Twitter. I was like, what is happening? I, I, I didn't know that it was, uh, was going to happen until I was watching it back. I'm like, wait a second. Well, I, I saw his tweet, like, I was looking at Twitter, looking yeah. at sports stuff on Twitter, and I saw I, I had no idea that was coming. Him saying, don't worry, guys, we're going to re-air the video or whatever. It's so low rent, though, that they got through the entire... Yeah, how did act. they not figure that one That's out? That's the part that I can't figure out for the life of me. Like, they ran the entire package without realizing what was going on. I, maybe maybe I, he was being threatened back in Gorilla again. He was fearing for his life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. CM uh, Punk cut the, cut the audio. Let's do the NXT pay-per-view, and we'll talk about next week, and then we'll make our picks for Fastlane. Um, oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. picks week. Yep. Oh. So I'm, I'm in a weird place with this where I'm inclined to listen to wherever they might be going with their path for Carmelo and Trick. Yeah. But I just don't know that I'm going to like it as much as I would have liked it if they had just stayed on the same path to begin with. I also would say they have time to try to get back there somehow, but what they're telling us screams that's not what they want to do. Like, they want to do just a split, just a grudge match that appears to not be related to... I want to listen to it because I I like their directions, but I don't know if I'm re- yet ready to give them full confidence that I think that I know they know what they're doing. If Dragunov hadn't been so good over the past two months, I'd be really, really down on this. Because Dragunov has been so good, it, it's hard to be too upset, but I'm with you that I'm, you, you're telling me to point the needle in one direction right now, and I'm not necessarily thrilled I'd, I'd probably be going towards the negative more than the positive see i love it <laughs> I, I love it because i we got unexpected results which is what i want i don't want the same old thing over and over again i think it's interesting that they put the belt on dragon off um and i uh the part where i'm not sure is like I sort of thought I knew where this was going, and then they gave Dom the the belt back. So that, that, that like I, I that's the part where I'm like, you know, you're like you said, we're gonna have to see what this ends up being, right? Like, does does Carmelo win his belt back at Halloween Havoc or something or at what whatever at the next 
the iron with survivor, the iron survivor yeah. right do him and trick end up in the finals of that which is actually pretty cool i think if that's the way that goes um so i'm willing to wait and see but i i, I like this part i like the part of 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 getting a different champion and letting a story play out that doesn't involve the title because i think that they haven't I mean, most of it's based on personnel alone, but NXT hasn't really given them the opportunity to to have someone they've built into a quote unquote main event person on that show tell a story without a belt for a while. We used to get that all the time, um, but we haven't really had that. I mean, the Braun Breaker thing, I guess, is the closest thing to that, um, which, by the way, we forgot all about him killing Von Wagner or <laughs> Or whatever. Um, so I, I had I remembered that, I guess we would, could have saw what you know something happening in that match that you know other than him just winning or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I, I think NXT is actually pretty good right now, to be honest. Um, I, I, I think, think you could say that I, it should be something else, but I think it's good. Right. We'll 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 separate those two thoughts. What I would say is I actually also think that NXT is has the most unique. Of, of any, you know, professional wrestling product, they have the most unique opportunity to do the things that we most love about professional wrestling. And that's what I, I had thought the concept was, you know, last year when I thought it was, you know, have have Braun do the job, put Carmelo over and then let Braun move on. And that's not been the case. And again, part of that was us realizing, well, he wasn't actually ready, but I, I actually am not fully opposed to that kind of being the concept of NXT every right. year, right? Like right. that the 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 job of NXT is to get people elevated to a point. So I'd almost not be opposed with like you could say it's the same old thing in professional wrestling, but uniquely for NXT, I I don't know what else they're supposed to do. Like as as something that's still allegedly in developmental brand. I would think that that's kind of the story of what we want is there to be someone who gets elevated. Maybe it's not the same time every year, but like every year we realize there's kind of a coronation moment and that's the next, the guy that's doing the job is moving on is, has done his work and is ready to go. And the person that's being elevated is the next for the throne. You know, like I, I kind of think that in a weird way, that's almost a, like, the sports uh, NXT has the opportunity to do the thing that AEW lied and said they were going to do and try to be like real sports. Like they, you have the unique opportunity to have a champion and a challenger and real stakes and somebody who wins and it matters and all of that sort of stuff because the person they beat doesn't have to hang around for forever and then be inserted back into the, I just, I think you're right that it it's, it's totally fine for them to do a story that's unrelated to the belt. I just uniquely think that that's not fair to Trick because I think that Trick should be the guy winning the belt. And maybe the interesting story becomes we're going to do that. We're just going to do it in reverse order. We're going to have him go over Carmelo first and then beat Dragon off. Like that I'm, might I'm be just not convinced Trick needs the title. Because I, I, I think that whoever gets the belt is, is as good as your options, right? 
I think two or three weeks ago, maybe we thought he was the best option, but I don't think that's the case. I, I, I think you're having people come in that are clearly going to get a, a lot of attention. Let's, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, who is it then? I mean, like, I think, if we're if we're if we're saying, you know, let's say Dragunov gets that, you know, run till mania ish. It feels right for uh, winning the title around October. Um, you get the mania ish run. Who's the better option? I mean, I I, th- I think at this point it's a it's a number of people. I mean, I think you could go with Brian Pillman. I think no, you could. You're drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. You don't think that's, that's what they're, they're they're gonna push him to the moon? I think. Well, um, did you see that USA article? No. What? Oh my God! He, they literally said they said these words: the most athletic second generation superstar ever, more athletic than his dad. God bless. <laughs> what? Suggesting <laughs> you, you're saying something different. You're saying what they might do. To say that he's a better option is drunk. It's insanity. There is nothing I like Brian Tillman Jr. And there is no world in which I would attempt to present him today as being a better option to be the champion than Trick Williams. That's crazy. You know what? I forgot about the number one. He uh, the number one face in the company, uh, Von Wagner. I mean, we're just saying things, man. No, but like, do you do what you do with that guy if you're not elevating him to the title? Or at least you can elevate picture. him without elevating him to the title. I, I think the Trick Williams little brother storyline is, but that only works if his big brother has the belt. No, no. If nope. you can, if if he gets past his big brother and then gets past to the guy who beat him, then the big brother has to turn heel. Yes. What? Then the big brother has to turn heel. That's Carmelo's see, turning heel. One hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, then 100% I hear you there. One hundred percent. Carmelo's turning yeah. heel. Okay. That, I mean, that was clear this week on NXT. I thought it should have been Trick over Mello. I mean, until he lost his belt, it looked like that. I, I, well, I yeah, no, I'm just saying this It doesn't week. compute to me currently. But there were, no, at the end of the show where he's not out there, like, you know, that whole, when they go back and show another shot of him, like, it's a reminder there's still friction there. Like, there's still awkwardness between the two. Wait, what end of the show are you talking about? The at the end game? of NXT. No, on, on when Tuesday, they cut back to him at the end of the night again. At the end of the night, they went back to the locker room. and After it, Trick lost? Yes. Oh, I missed that. Maybe my feed cut off or something. But, but that, that, set, that first segment, too, was, you know, Dragunov and Trick celebrating in the ring and Carmelo being all grumpy. Like, that's well, kind of the sign. I'm trying to preach to him about, you know, right. Let me yeah. tell you yeah. how things work and let me tell you how things are. Now, it's not it's not clean yet, but I no. it doesn't need to be clean. Again, I'm in a in an awkward place because I can talk myself into you can reverse the order of telling the story. You can do it the opposite way and then let Trick have his moment. But the part where you said that Trick doesn't need to be the one that win the belt and there are better options, it's the dumbest thing I've ever – and you've – you know, we've but all he, said – But he can only be the one – but he can't win if Carmelo isn't the champion. Yes, he can. It's, I, it's insane. You can overthrow Big Brother, and that's how you prove you belong in that title picture. And now he's – it's it's So then Scott, he just beats him? Beats, beats Dragon? What's he, the story? He beats Carmelo, and then he becomes – and if you even want to say it's for the number one contender, so you're saying he you can. beat he be, he wins the title. No, he beats Carmelo and then beats Dragonov. Yes, 
And then what? Then and then the champion. champion. And Carmelo like, doesn't care and is just fine with Carmelo's it. gone. Carmelo he's is not going anywhere. I hate now. to tell you that. He's not ready. He's not going to the main roster. I, I, I don't, don't think he's don't, going anywhere. And if he's not ready, then why are you concerned about what Carmelo does after that? Because he'll still be on the show. So what? He will have lost. It's over. What is the? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I think. I think you're more likely to have him win the title back before Trick wins. That's possible as well. But then. It's, but then. Any wait. Of these but, things are possible. But by we'll the way. What, but, but but then Carmelo would still be going after. Like either what direction you do it, you're painting a picture where Carmelo has to be going after Trick in this world. There's no getting away from it. At least the way you're presenting it. I, I need you to draw out for me what all of these people do between now and WrestleMania that you think is a good idea. Oh, we don't even know who will be on NXT between now and WrestleMania. John Cena is going to win the NXT <laughs> right, title. Right, right, right. Stop, stop, stop you know, pussyfooting around this. What do you think is a good idea for these people in now WrestleMania, between now and WrestleMania? No, I, I think the match WrestleMania weekend should be Trick versus Carmelo for the title. And Carmelo should be holding the title. So I can't see around that now that that's not in play, unless it is in play. I mean, it, it certainly can be in play. I absolutely like, think like, it can still be in play. Angry, angry heel Carmelo doing something dastardly to get his title back from Dragunov is a good way to but make I, him fully. Now the, more, now, the more that I think about it, if, if, if Trick wins the title because he wins the Iron Survivor thing or whatever, right? And then he wins the title. If Carmelo is going to the main roster, that would be a good farewell match. WrestleMania weekend for him to be challenging Trick for the title. I don't want the challenge. Yeah, I don't. Well, hang on. I I was in favor of the respect challenge. I was in favor of that. That you don't do the thing. And there's still right. a part of me that says, I don't like it anymore when these things get dragged on for forever. Like, I don't. What's great about turns is when they're surprising and when they're like when they drag them out for an eternity, it's almost like, oh, get on with it. And by the time you get there, I'm not interested. I would say here a week ago, I wanted it to be the respect match. The same concept as a year ago. Trick versus Mellow. We still like each other, but I've risen and I've reached this moment and you're the guy and I've got to beat you. If I wanted to give them credit, I would say there's options now. There's different paths that they could take. Which one do I like or which one do I think is best? I'm not sure anymore. And that maybe that's where I should give them a hand and say that, like, it it presents more possibilities. And the, and the more I think about it, Aaron, you're right. They told the story with Trick and Dragunov as well. Correct. Yes, that that's part of this big thing the, is you're the, overcoming the big, big Brother and then you're overcoming the guy you couldn't overcome before. The dangerous part now is I don't know that you can do it the way that you were do were painting it, Brandon, without it having to go back to being a triple threat. Like if Carmelo does something underhanded to get the belt back, right? I don't know how you kick Dragon off. How do you justify right? But I mean, it, you almost have to kick Carmelo way down like he loses to Braun Breaker next week. Well, I don't even know that you have to do that. I think if Melo loses to Trick, it presents the opportunity for a different story to be so told. How many or, how many big events are we talking about here? We're talking about Halloween Havoc. We're talking about de Deadline, Deadline. Right. New Year's the, Revolution. 
they usually have the February Saint Valentine's one Day Massacre. St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and then WrestleMania. So we're talking about five moments, potentially. And, right. and they don't, I don't think they had a t- – did they have a title match at all of those? They try to, but they're not always like, – No, sometimes well, it's De- like Deadline has the iron thing that right. – so you don't need the title match. Sometimes it's like Jack or whatever. Right. It, just a guy that's fine. Uh, I, you could – by the way, if you wanted to, you, you were talking about I don't know how you get Dragunov out of the picture. You have enough that you could. If you win, you if Car- Carmelo – if Carmelo wins the whatever, the iron thing at deadline, if he, you know, beats Dragunov at New Year's Resolution, Revol, Resol, whatever, mm-hmm. and then there's a rematch at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and that knocks Dragunov out of the picture, you could do that. But it requires you to almost do one or one thing or the other. It's very difficult to do that without either continuously having – if you want Melo to be the heel – he has to continue to act like a heel, and then that makes it different to ever feel like he has cleanly beat Dragunov. Or it requires you to make him allow him to cleanly beat him, at which point there's a respect layer to that that doesn't make him quite the natural I, heel going into the He doesn't have to, cl- you know, it's just like with Ro- Roman didn't really cleanly beat anybody, but you beat somebody twice, even if it's underhanded both times. And that's kind of that, at least for the time being. It's kind of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like that, but it's you're probably right about it um, that you just basically say with just no nobody actually cares. So, you know, we can just move on from it. I, I would come back to I actually do think that it's cleaner, though. The more that we talk through this, I think it's cleaner to have the Trick Mellow match before that. Mm-hmm. Have Trick legitimately beat Mellow, and then Mellow come around to help Trick, particularly if you introduce someone who is a buddy of Dragonov's. That as you get closer to the Trick Dragonov match, that at some point there's a redemption arc there for Mellow to come back around and say, but you're my boy and I love you and I'm going to be there for you. And I want you to have your moment and I'll help you out in that process that can get us back to, you know, and maybe allows us to do trick and mellow again next summer as the respect match at that point. Right. Like I, I think there's a lot of layers to this. I, I can't believe I've talked myself into it. I actually <laughs> like this more than I realized that I did coming out of it because I think that there's a few more options here that um that work and to your point it also some of it is the dragon off has been very good so yeah i mean and that's the thing as much as we're talking about anything else like we can't be mad at dragon off no but we know that's great we still don't really know what he is though <laughs> like but he's so it, good that for the time being it doesn't matter well I one, wait that, one last yeah. thing one last thing about trick and mellow that we haven't mentioned though like as we go into this next week the next couple of weeks what so the way that they both lost is completely different, right? Like Mello lost, yes. like legit lost. Trick got screwed. Trick got yeah, hit but he also did it to himself. He, by, he did by it by to telling himself, Mello but, not to come out. Well, mm-hmm. but after being goaded, and yeah, see, no, and that and that was the thing. That was Trick just being dumb. I was I was mm-hmm. forgot who was because I was almost gonna say, yeah, well, that Dominic was partially tricked him into doing that. 
Yeah, which was the the weird. It was like he's like, yes, I have you by my side. Dominic says something. No, I don't want you by my side anymore. Yeah, that was just, nah. that was that was poorly done. So, but that but doesn't does that at all make you feel like the roles could be reversed? Because like that sort of plays into. You know, you lost. Dumb fa- I got Dumb screwed. face makes more sense than dumb heel to me. Um, I mean, dumb heel makes more sense than dumb face, right? No, I because heels I, aren't normally dumb. I I think there's also a difference between dumb and naive, and I think that came off as naive, and more allows for Carmelo to try to keep him under his thumb. Okay. Like this is why you need me. This is why you're. I like that. You, th- he'll, this, he'll gaslight him. Right. Like I like that. Yeah. You. You. F- I, I think that's the better story to tell there. Um. As as far as but, you know, yeah, Dragonoff. As far as well, I I don't really have much more to say about Dragonoff. He's great. I just don't know exactly what he is. But he's he's wonderful. And Aaron's point is actually well taken. That he's so good right now that like it's almost like he's a complete a third. It's, he's not a face. He's not a heel. He's just really good. And so we'll yeah. just deal with that. And so I'm good. Did, uh, did Tiffany Stratton win you over? Um, she's definitely better. There's no question about that. Um, I that match not, was crazy. It, I, it, I thought it was very good. I thought it was was good. I think it was also awkward that they did that after a title change. I, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was the one thing. Becky Lynch shouldn't be in the main event of an NXT pay-per-view. I still fully I, believe Becky that. Lynch and I, under, I understand all... I understand all the pushback besides it, but like NXT should be NXT, and if you want to bring the main roster people, isn't NXT anymore. And that's then that we go back to that. Like that's I we've thrown that out the window, right? Like you're. I don't know if Mysterio's in the main event every other night. But I I'm trying to in main event of pay per view. He he will. Dolph Ziggler <laughs> he probably will. Pay-per-view. Like, we, we, this is not yeah. new. It's not like Becky was any different than anybody else. So. To be fair, I didn't like it with Dolph either, but. <laughs> I, I hear you, but this, we're having two different conversations now, right? Like, I, I wouldn't have put Becky in the main event if I was doing a title change. Like, a title change should not be secondary to anything. And. But maybe it telegraphs the title change if you don't put Becky in the main event. Not at all. It's the championship match. Yeah, the title match should be in the main event. But wouldn't we all be sitting here being like, why wasn't Becky in the main event? No. No. The championship match should be the main event. See, to me, there was no question that Becky was going to be the main event. Because it's Becky. Right. So if they didn't do that, I'd be like, there's a weird reason why they didn't do that. Nope. But it wouldn't be weird because it's the title match. Right. Like, the, the title match can always be the main event of a pay-per-view. I don't care who else is on the pay-per-view. It's always okay for the championship match to be the main event of the pay-per-view and does not suddenly make me assume that that means that a title change is coming because it's the main event of the pay-per-view. You can Brandon, always... do you, who do you think should main event Fastlane? Uh, John Cena and LA Knight. And that's nuts to me. Like, that's not who should. It might be who will, but it's definitely not who should. The it's champion John Cena. Match, that you're talking, that you're blurring the lines between who will and who should. What, what, cha- what championship match are you saying should headline the show? Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura is the championship match. Not a chance. You're doing two different things. You're conflating what they will do <laughs> with what they should do. Now, if Damian Priest Wait, is on, doing, it, 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 you watch. If that's on last, it's going to be because they're doing something weird. Well, I was going to say, that, and, but that's what I was actually going to say. So if if you if Rollins and Nakamura main event, you're pretty sure there's a title change. 
convinced. I, I this is this is how sick professional wrestling has become. That Brandon's sitting here telling you that it's a problem that the championship match would just be the main event of a pay per view. Based on what they do. Effed. Based on what they do. Not based on what I think it should be. Based (laughs) on what they do. Trying to have with you. Like, what should be the main event of the pay per view? The championship match should always be the main. In fact, I know that you know this. Because we had a conversation about WrestleMania and why you said that. Well, that's WrestleMania. No, 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 no. You <laughs> WrestleMania is different. We just had this conversation. I, who gives the, a shit about Fastlane? I mean, that's a different. You put John Cena on last on Fastlane. Every pay-per-view, the cha- an exhibition match should never be the main event of a pay-per-view. It so should, the two biggest stars on the show shouldn't be the main event of the pay-per-view. They should be in a match that matters. Unless it's John Cena versus The Rock. I mean, <laughs> like, Glenn's going to argue I, against that, I'll, too. I'll no. have that argument if you want. <laughs> See? I'll happily have it. Um, no, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm playing along with you. Yes, of course it should be Seth Rollins and Sensei Nakamura. But but I know, I just know what they're going to put John well, I know that it's going to be, but this is what I'm saying. This is Again, and if they don't, I'm convinced that they're going to do something. And I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I am not. Seth, Seth, by the way, Seth Rollins standing tall after a last man standing match sounds like a perfectly fast lane final image to me. It's sure. certainly more beneficial than the exhibition match. Like, there's no doubt about that. There's nothing beneficial about ending the night with your exhibition that is utterly and completely irrelevant. Unless someone's well, coming yeah. out during said exhibition. Yes. It, there it, is it, that. It, I mean, yeah, if you want to say the ending of the night is Roman Reigns and L.A. Knight staring each other down in the ring, okay. Right. But we're against that match, as we talked I, about, was it last week or the week before? I sure as hell don't want it, so I'll, I'll pass. And and by the way, the truth is that if that if that was the case, then wouldn't he be coming out to stare down John Cena? Well, because, because, of, well, because of the Saudi rumors? Yeah. Yes. Well, like, so that's not, but, you, but you saw that's not a real rumor, right? Dave Meltzer was like fantasy booking and somebody said he reported. I don't need it to be a real rumor or not. Here's what I know. If the Saudis are getting a championship match, they'd rather have it be John Cena versus Roman Reigns than L.A. Knight versus Roman Reigns. Unless they don't have John Cena. If they don't have John Cena, it's a different conversation. But if they have him, you're a thousand percent right. Like if and if and that's why that's so believable when you see the rumor. Thousand percent. Like it would make the most sense of anything for that to be the case. The, uh, the rumor before was that it was AJ Styles. You know, it's it's very possible they were like, who's that? Give me right. John Cena. Correct, yes. <laughs> Correct. Or they said, give us, you know, Andre the Giant. And then... Like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick before we go over to the picks, one more NXT thing. Why did Roxanne Perez get booed? I didn't even notice that. Did she get so booed? Far. Oh, she got know. booed pretty... Like, when they were doing the, the roll call thing, the, the you know, one person after another... She got booed by that crowd. Is that weird. because? That hang crowd, on. What, wait, wait, wait. But but they're always in front of that crowd. Remind me what the order was that they came out in. It would have. Oh, because it was Indy Hartwell. That's why. Indy. Who was? Uh, who she was? Came the, out after Indy Hartwell. That's why they booed her. Yeah, because it, it was it was Tegan. No, not Tegan. What was, was the order? Li- Who the third one? Oh was, yeah. She was Li- first. Yeah. Indy yeah, was Lyra, second and Indy, Roxanne. Roxanne. So I think they booed because she interrupted Indy Hartwell. And okay. as we all know, Indy Hartwell is the, you know. Yeah. And, it, and if that's the only reason. Of NXT. 
we know how these they things didn't boo get, her in the match so yeah. we we know, know how these things can get weird with, with that crowd so i just wanted to right does it become a thing i understand yeah, you asked she didn't sign someone's autograph so they all decide to boo exactly her. yeah right, right yeah right um it, whatever they're doing next week i don't care i really you know god bless them they want to rig up a bunch of stuff wait what what are you talking about john cena showing up on oh john cena code oh cody is a major announcement on yeah. nxt he, he, he's gonna trade jay uso to nxt Right. I mean, I, you're not going to get me to care about this in one way or the other. I actually don't blame them. Like, it's not their fault that the other company's running a show that night. So what are they supposed to do? Roll over and be like, well, go ahead and beat us. You know, I do like, like how people are very mad about this. Like, I, I'm who cares? I'm befuddled by this. Like, they are they supposed to just say we're not going to try? Like, I'm. Yeah, they, are, are they supposed to just put Baron Corbin versus, you know, whoever right. on there? And yeah. ironically, yeah. of all the times to do it, it's a time where they've just been putting nothing but main roster people on NXT anyway. So it's not even yeah. all that weird. Like, it's I think I think if they didn't if they hadn't done John Cena and Cody. Maybe that wouldn't have triggered people so much because that was such an obvious, you know, but it's like, obvious what they're doing. But again, I think the vast yeah. majority do under like see this and like, yeah, it's obvious, but who cares? There are right. a vocal minority. But yeah, like, why would anybody be bothered by this? Oh, like, no, this, no one should be. But I'm just saying, like, I think that somebody has even been said if it wasn't John Cena is running a show on their night. Right. And yep. so they want to protect their ratings, which have been what, good. What's what's weird about that? Like, what is the nothing point? like? I mean, the, the, the only even if you want to say there's something weird is that they suddenly care about the ratings of NXT. And that's a bigger. No, that's not you know, weird at all. They're trying to sell the. And that oh. and that's, you know, that's the big <laughs> thing is how much of this is simply because they're looking to boost it up before the sales. Not that it's weird at all. But it, it, that is something to note as we go forward there. But it's not weird. No, not weird. All right. Are we good? Can we do the fast lane? Yeah, let's do fast lane. All right. Coming up from where is this Indianapolis that we're doing? Yeah, that's why it's the Indy, Indy 500 fast lane thing. Did we ever did we ever come up with a name? Is it pay fast lane or, or pay fast wrestle? back? Pay fast back. Um, it is only five matches on the official card. As of the moment, uh, for Saturday night on Peacock, um, we'll begin with ugh, the. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to begin. I guess we'll begin with the LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and one of Joaquin Wilder, Chris <laughs> Del Toro. They they haven't actually because Dragon no, Lee got really upset. Dragon. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, oh, it could be sense. Dragon Lee yeah, as well. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, it, it will be Dragon Lee. No, I'm sorry. That does make the most sense. Against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Um, obviously, you still have to... So, But again, this is dragging into what I just talked about. You're dragging out this Santos Ray thing to a point where I almost don't want it. Like, you kind of have when's, to... When's the match? They have a match set up. They did the match. Yeah. Oh, there was interference or something? No. Or, no, no Ray, Ray won with a roll-up, and then the Street oh, Profits attacked Oh, that's right. Then all this stuff happened after. That's right. It, it was, was a hell of a about match. To, what it's worth. It was a damn good match. They sort of teased something was about to happen, and then the Street Profits beat them up. 
I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Santos was a little upset with, that he lost That's to a right. roll-up. Right, yeah. right, right. Got it. Um, I remember now. I, I This almost feels like final call for this. Like, if it's ever going to happen, it has to happen here. You have taken a... There are slow burns, and then there are painfully slow burns. So I'll say shouldn't Will Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits just because it, you got you have to do the thing here if you're ever going to do it. I agree with the shouldn't Will, but for a different reason. Like, if you're going to put together Bobby, if you're <laughs> yeah. going to turn the Street Profits heel, if you're going to pair them with Bobby Lashley, they better win their, their first uh, pay-per-view match together. So... Whatever happens with the LWO I, happens with the LWO. Lashley and the Street Profits should win this match unless you really want to go down the road of Street Profits uh, disappointing Lashley again. Well, I would I would say there's two possibilities there. The first is I actually kind of like the idea of us saying this actually isn't all that interesting with the Street Profits as being like, I don't think they're compelling heels. I, I don't think dressing well and... I, I don't see it in the Street Profits. So I was kind of in favor of them just not aban- abandoning ship. I actually, truth be told, kind of loved the idea of Bobby Lashley with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Like, I was yeah. Actually, yeah. I was really excited about it, and I'm kind of not willing to dismiss that and say that I still think that maybe that's something that I would want. And then on the flip side, I also just don't know how committed they are to Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits being some sort of like they don't have a trios belt in WWE. Like, what is the the upside for the three of them together? Is becoming they, the bloodline they, and Bobby Lashley winning the title and the Street yeah. Profits having the tag titles? Yeah, I mean, that's if, what I was gonna say. That, if that's, that, their, that's the upside. Yeah. If that's their vision, that's their vision. I I guess. Re- realistically, yeah. the upside is Bobby Lashley having the U.S. title in the Street Profits. And that's, being and that's I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't think the Street Profits are compelling heels. That's part of the problem that I'm having here. Fair. Yeah, I hear you. I, I think um, I'm going to say the should is uh, Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits. But I think it's going to be more about what happens on the other side, just like you, Glenn. Um so, yeah, shouldn't will Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits. EO Sky versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair because <laughs> Charlotte Flair has to be in everything for the WWE Women's Championship. So I actually do. I know it's not my pick. I just wanted to say something. I like the way that they set this up, which was Bailey just agreeing to the match. Mm-hmm. For, so that makes more sense than them just having Adam Pierce put Charlotte in the match or whatever. Um Anyway, sorry. I, I I did enjoy the. Uh, that's not what she said at all. You heard <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> and, and but it does make me wonder what is the road there? Are we going to see Eosky turn face um, at some point? And maybe that you know taps into the return of Kyrie Sane or whatever else. You know, maybe we're getting Bailey and um, why am I blanking on her name right now? My God, who's the other member of Damage Control? Dakota Kai. Thank you. Bailey and Dakota Kai against Io Sky and Kyrie Sane. Um, how, how does Asuka factor into that, do you think? I I don't know that Asuka does factor into it. Um, because, because the last time we saw Kyrie Sane, she was Asuka's partner. Yes. So, so okay. I, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I don't know. Right I don't now see how you factors. could not factor her into that somehow, but. I, mm, I don't know. 
the um, AWO? I, I agree. The, the, the should <laughs> we get will, the AWO? The, the, the should is definitely EO. The will is probably EO because I don't think I don't think you have Bailey cost for the title because I think that the heel turn or the face turn, whatever, Bailey turning on EO is better with EO having the title. Is there a world see this I feel like I always overthink triple threat matches. I always think there's a reason why they're inserting a third person, like a like an actual like actionable reason. So I'm gonna not do that this time and say should and will EO Sky. Yeah, I'm should and will EO Sky as well. Um I, I don't I don't really see the upside and to anything here. It just feels this really just feels like pay fast lane. Like 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 just just go kill it, have a great just, match so we can all say fast lane right. is better than we thought it would it should be and or then, whatever. And we'll get to a point where we might actually do something. But right now this is just we gotta do a match, so here's a match, here's three performers and go out and have your match. And it, it could almost splinter off, right? It could almost be that like there's an Oscar Charlotte thing that's that's really significant and builds to a bigger Oscar Charlotte thing moving forward, but that allows for EO Sky, despite not really being the hero of the match, to end up winning the match and everybody to still look good in the process. Is this the remind me, is this the raw belt or the SmackDown belt? This is the SmackDown belt, right? This is SmackDown. Okay. okay. Rhea is not defending right. the raw right, belt. Right, right, right. Ever. Again. Ever. Right. Ever, I'm just, yeah, ever, I was just trying ever. to decide if I thought that Jade Cargill was going to come out or something, but I don't think so. I think she's a raw person. For the, yeah, you know what, for the tag team championships. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait for you to, I knew you loved this match. Priest against Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. Yeah, we're, we're doing, that's a thing. Go ahead. So, first of all, Jay Uso, the man who's been traded to Raw because Cody Rhodes talked him out of quitting WWE, is going to be on SmackDown this week. <laughs> yep, that's correct. <laughs> Just what, what the... <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Anyway, um, may, maybe Cody's announcement on NXT is that he was traded back to SmackDown. He traded yeah. Jay back to SmackDown. I don't know. Um, listen, the should is obviously Cody and Jay. Shut up. <laughs> Just kidding. Should and will judge Shut me. Up. <laughs> I mean, Jay Uso is going to have to eat a pin somehow, or this is just going to be some kind of schmoz, like yeah, cockamamie bullets. DQ thing. Well, it's all cockamamie bullets. Because there's no way they pin Cody. And I just I like, honestly, the I way they're, the way that there, there is a way. And, I'll, I'll get to that after Glenn. Hang on. There is I, a way they can pin Cody. I just realized that, like, normal... Wait, has Co- wait, hold on. Has Cody been pinned once since he come to WWE? Yes, in WrestleMania. Five. Okay, but... <laughs> not counting that. By like anyone word? not named Roman Reigns. Other than the time he got pinned. Has by Roman Reigns. Has he been beaten by anyone no, that's not pro- named Roman Reigns? Probably not. That, that, I mean, we, we started the is Cody in the match bit. Right. Right. I, mean, I I don't know that with certainty, but it smells right. Okay. Should what will you, judgment day retain somehow? I don't. So know. so this is the mo- moment where I just realized that I sh- there's no reason why I should ever be offended by fast lane. It's it's fast lane. It's not a thing. But 
it's offensive because this is an AEW pay-per-view. Yeah. Like it just it just hit me. Very much like, so. Just throw a bunch of S in here. None of it makes sense. None of it's logical. Except, except for the title match. Except right, there's there's one legitimate match here. AEW always has the one. And yeah. then there's just a S ton of cockamamie bull S. Like it's it's just all stuff for the sake of stuff. And it's horrible because of that. Like this is not the issue that AEW has is that they present things as pay-per-views and then, God damn it, they made MJF go do it after the show where he's like, I think this was one of our best shows ever. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, dude, that was a hell of a house show. Like, that was a a fun-ass house show. Like, n- nothing here really matters and... No one can even keep track of why we're doing any of these things. But, like, hey, yeah, a lot of the matches were good and they were fun. And that's the standard of a house show. Like, if I go to a house show and get that, I'm really happy. I'm like, what a great way that was for me to spend my night. But, you know, don't charge me money for it. Like, the part of the reason why house shows work is I know I'm paying less to be able to go. Um, I'm certainly not purchasing it as a pay-per-view. This is a house show. Like, this is a just-do-whatever night. And I just... It just struck me as we were talking about this match. Like, I... This is silly. This is a match where you should be watching it in front of... With with 3,000 people at the Baltimore Arena on a Sunday afternoon. And they can all goof with each other. And they can all have fun and get their s in and none of it matters afterwards and nobody knew that it happened this they're doing this as a tag team championship match at a pay-per-view like (laughs) it's 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 just gross it's so gross I, i and the thing is i can't even give you a compelling like here's what needs to happen within this match nothing wait by the by the way before they said this was this was there was multiple bits of hilarity on Raw the past couple of weeks. Not to say the shows were bad, they weren't. There's just really just dumbfounding things that make you kind of laugh because it's WWE and it's things that they do. Um, the one moment that that made me laugh the hardest this week was before you knew that this was a thing. The Judgment Day was like cutting that. They did that thing with the Rhea, the, sort of like the trial of the Judgment Day or whatever, where Rhea was out there saying, you know, what happened to you? What, you know, why did this happen? Whatever. Somebody said, and I don't know who it was. Was it Damian Priest? Was like, well, you know, Cody and Jay are coming for the belts, and I was like, what? They are. <laughs> when, when, when did that happen? And then like later in the night, they were like, Cody and Jay. <laughs> announced for the like they acted like that was the story point that happened last week like oh cody and jay are coming like they're a tag team knew this had to happen right right i mean it was at the the first 10 or 15 minutes of the show that that was said and i was just like wait what wait what (laughs) they are like like we better watch out because we're gonna lose all of our gold because cody and jay are coming for the titles it's like what okay what yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the story of what's going to happen here is going to be that 
Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. is going to come out like oh, that's okay. how that's how Cody can get pinned. Like he's there. But to, then, do you think Jay gets gets pinned? I, I, I not like if, he not throws if you're going Cody, to Cody and Drew. He, he throws Cody through a table or something. Yeah, I, then, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it has to happen that way. But there is a world where Cody could get pinned if Drew destroys him. Yeah, I I, I think Drew throws him into the barricade or something and that Jay gets double teamed. That's that. I I think that's there's no way they're going to let Cody get pinned. I, I would be very shocked. Even in this, so there, there was no way they would allow Roman to get pinned until he got, that pinned. Was a, there was a point to that though. Well, what's, no, there wasn't. The, <laughs> uh, no, there wasn't. Well, no, that, that, that was to destroy should've the been. bloodline. <laughs> there should have been but a it point set up it. a title match is what I'm saying. They're not going to, what, what, what value is there in, Finn Balor pinning Cody Rhodes. Finn Balor pinning Cody Rhodes? Yeah, there's no value to that. Well, but no, There's a lot of value in that. The point would be that Drew McIntyre is the reason why it happened, and it set up Drew McIntyre versus Cody Rhodes. Like, that, like from a kayfabe standpoint, you could say it, but in the same way that, in hindsight, it was dumb to have Jey Uso beat Roman Reigns because they were just going to blow up the bloodline, and Jey Uso wasn't going to be a thing within a couple of weeks. He's um, a thing. Stop, no, stop, stop. He is an afterthought. He is a main it's, event person on Raw. He is will, right. Will, wait, wait, hold on. Will he be when Drew starts facing Cody? It's, yes. It's it's not even... Wait, wait, wait. He's not in the main event on Raw. He's an elevated person on Raw, but he's not as important as he was in the bloodline. Who, who are the most important people on Raw? Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura no, is the main event no, on no, Raw. No, 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 no. Who do we say every week is the most important people on Raw? The Dominic Judgment Mysterio. Day. The Judgment Day. Who's Jey Uso fighting? Not so Dominic that, Mysterio. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do this as much as I can. I, I get that you just want to continue to say things. It Pretending like Jey Uso is in even close to as good of a place as he was before all this began is just silly for the sake of being wait before all of what began before the fracture and the end of the bloodline is oh no he was in a much better place facing roman but even before facing roman reigns is there a world right now where jay uso is main eventing one of the nights of wrestlemania not a chance in hell no i still think that that, 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 that's possible how what's the match I don't know. I mean, it depends on who has the belt, what stories they've told. There's, but if oh, you told say, me that he could yeah, fight someone for the belt, I, I would believe that. Well, get me to that point. I don't I don't know. I can't get anyone to that point. This right is now. well, I can get plenty of people to that point. I can get Cody Rhodes to that point. We, I can, we talked about L.A. Knight last week. <laughs> yep. I can get lots of people to that point. Well, I one person I can't get there is Jay Uso because Jay Uso is a prop now. He's a. We're Cody telling, Rhodes' buddy. He, we're telling you he matters because we're telling you he matters. And you kind of remember that he was in a thing that you like, so you're inclined to still like him a little bit. And yeah, Cody it, Well, Rhodes, okay, if you're saying that that's, where, that if that's where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens also are, then yes, I agree with you. Can you see a path to Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn being in a main event of WrestleMania next year? No. They're guys. Like, right. they're, they're good fair. hands. Like I, I want them around. I, I, I like them more than I dislike them. I would think of it more from a perspective of if they did this with this guy, would you be surprised? And no, I wouldn't. If they if they decided to come up with a way to put that guy in the main event, I would think that he is of the level that you could do that. 
I think he's I would be surprised if they did it, it, though. I can't fathom the path to getting them there. I just... Maybe in the current state of affairs, yes. But I, I, I think they've done the work that he's worthy of the spot, I, I guess, I is where I'm coming from. the exact opposite. I think he's dramatically worse now than like, – he's so nothing at this moment that it's hard for me. I don't want it. But he's like one of the most popular people on the show. He's likable. He's a – I'm trying to come up with a good comparison. He, he does the welcome to Monday Night Raw thing. We've talked about that being a thing. He's one yeah, of those guys. Hand. I think he's a good hand. I think he's someone that people come out and say, yay. I, and, and I'll get to see Jey Uso. That's neat. To Three months ago, he pinned the guy that hasn't been pinned in three years. And he's gone from that to this. It's insane in hindsight that they let him pin Roman Reigns. It's bat-ass nuts that they let that guy who was just going to be a hand on Raw in a couple of weeks pin Roman Reigns. In hindsight, it's one of the most insane things they've ever done. Like, in the moment, it made all the sense in the world, and it was wonderful, and it was magical, and it was great television, because there was no world in which I thought they were just going to end the bloodline for no reason at all whatsoever and ship Jey Uso off to be Cody Rhodes' little buddy. In hindsight, it's drunk. So in hindsight, for, for you know, Aaron to say, well, you could just have Cody Rhodes get pinned by Drew, you know, because Drew McIntyre caused a distraction and let him get pinned. I mean, hell, sure. Now, as bad as Actually, it is. Actually, by the way, I, I wouldn't do it if it was a distraction. It would have to be the ref gets distracted and Drew McIntyre hits a Claymore. Well, that's like, the same thing. That's what I mean. Well, no, no, no. I, I do think that there is a little bit of a difference between someone getting distracted and someone getting destroyed. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I don't think it's because Cody Rhodes is looking the other way and then gets rolled yeah, up. Yeah, I, I just, I just <laughs> want it. This has to be physically Drew well, they McIntyre. They definitely do that sometimes. Yeah, I, I was going to say, and that I, would be. That would not do that with Cody Rhodes. But yes. to, to be fair, based on what happened to, to you know, no, and that's not true. There's absolutely no reason why they couldn't do that. Do I think they should? No, I don't think they should do that. And I think that Jey Uso probably will be the one that gets pinned. But I also think that speaks to exactly where Jey Uso is at this point. That's. Yes. Oh, God, I don't I don't like thinking about it. What yeah, did I say? Match. What's that? Oh, yeah, there's a there's an all star match. There's an exhibition. John Cena and L.A. Knight against the bloodline. Um, which the bloodline, LOL. Hey, remember when Jimmy Uso like took out his brother? Remember that? And then he was like, it's because I was afraid of how big you were going to get. Like, you were going to turn into Roman Reigns and no one should ever want that. God, that was a hoot, wasn't it? That was such a hoot. And you know, what's funny too, is how we're pretending like that wasn't the dumbest thing that ever happened. <laughs> Yeah, we're not dealing I, with. I can, I can also make it make sense. No, no you can't. can't. Bullshit. Yes, I can. Can't. Bullshit. Yes, I can. No, I can make it make sense. He thought that his brother would understand, and he didn't. And he he left him alone. And now he's alone, and he has he didn't does not know how to be alone. So he's going back to the only they, other thing that he knew. They didn't That's tell dumb. That story, Brandon. Yet one, it's a dumb story to Aaron's point. Two, you actually have to tell that story. They haven't done that. They've well, done, they have to have Roman Reigns to be able to tell it. That they put Jimmy Uso right back in the bloodline for no reason. 
no but reason. But still kind of like, he's not really accepted. He's not, not accepted, but he accepted. desperately wants to be accepted. Exactly, because he but doesn't want to be alone. They, they haven't said that once. You're saying that. Why didn't, wait, 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 wait. If, if the story is still, he doesn't like Roman Reigns, why didn't he join the Judgment Day? Did they offer him a spot? Yes. But he didn't kick the Judgment Day in the face either. They just stopped showing up on SmackDown. <laughs> but he wouldn't be with the Bloodline if the story was still, I don't like Roman Reigns. It's so it's just so insanely stupid. It was the biggest jump the shark moment I've ever seen in WWE, and it's and and we're all just pretending like it's it was Stockholm syndrome. God, <laughs> God, <laughs> whatever. Um, John, it's John Cena in the match. You know, blah blah blah. It's blah LA blah. Knight in the match. Yeah, they win. And then, you know, whatever whatever they're gonna do with I, I don't even want to. Who cares? John Cena in LA Knight. John yes. Cena in LA Knight. Same. Finally, there is a championship match. Not only could somebody win the match, as you pointed out earlier, something could still happen after that. Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, Aaron, go ahead. I mean, the should is obviously Shinsuke Nakamura. The fact that this is a last man standing match to me means Shinsuke Nakamura is not going to win the match because the only way heels win last man standing match is to do you know, under not not just underhanded, but but geez, you know, they handcuff guys to the ropes. They bury <laughs> people and things they, they like you don't win cleanly. And the story in unless a, you're like Brock Lesnar or something you have. To, even it, then, I'm, I'm trying to then, think, but I'm saying like like it has to you have to be like a mo- like a Braun Strowman, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, uh, but e- even yeah. then, they don't really have the heels win those. That, that's for the faces to overcome those guys. Yeah. And and in this way, like you set up Shinsuke should beat a guy with a broken back or whatever in a last yep. man standing match. Yep. But you're not telling that story like that's not the story you're telling in the last man standing match here. So because of that, the will, as far as the match goes, will be Seth Rollins. Now, could someone cash in at the end? That's very possible. But the match itself, uh, I, I would actually not bet on that. And I think Seth Rollins is standing tall at the end of the night. The, the should is Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the will, I think, is Seth Rollins. And, and I do think there's a strong possibility that, I mean, listen, you can only do the thing so many times where the champion gets beat to shit and the person with the briefcase is not smart enough to come out and cash in on it. There's been multiple situations where Shinsuke Nakamura has left this dude for dead and Damian Priest is nowhere to be found. So, I just don't think you can keep doing that. Like you've got to justify the opportunity at some point. Like what if earlier in the night, you just show them, you know, popping champagne for beating Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. And then that's fine. But you have to do it's that. Still, no, it's still stupid. It's, it's still, still stupid. Like, it's but, still, you, you know, if you're telling me they show and, them and, literally leave the building. Like, it, no, it's it's, it's it's better than not doing that. But it's no, still they have to be chased out of the building. Yeah. Like they they would have to be afraid of someone and chased out of the building or like, because or like of or like Damien Priest can't find his briefcase or something. I mean, <laughs> that's Sadie also, McDonough hides it or that's whatever. also a level of stupid that I can't possibly put in. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a. My point is, there you can't just have the person be dumb. Like there right, has I, to be some justification. If you can create a scenario by which 
they have to they have to leave the building if and I can't even think of if Drew McIntyre aligns with Cody Rhodes. Oh, and they, he's Joe, chasing them with the sword instead or something. Costing yeah. them, yeah. Then you could create that story. They, so that would be dumb. Well, that would be dumb if you're trying to get to Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre. It, it, it's dumb yeah. if you're doing almost any like Drew, Cody, and Jay don't make sense at this moment. At the moment, they absolutely don't. I'm trying to say this is why you can't do it. Like. But he's just trying to like we're just trying to come up with like yeah like, I, yeah no I I know I, at the I, end yeah. of the day the point is there has to be some justification for the person not paying attention not or just, not being there or whatever there has to be a physical reason why he can't stick around to say there's a last man standing match coming up at the end of the night whoever wins that's gonna be pretty the the only reason could be again something like that and like as, like as much as we didn't like the Austin Theory briefcase. Um, situation. They did do that all the time, right? They mm-hmm. always had him try to take advantage of these opportunities. By, by the way, you you say we didn't like. I I thought what they what they did with Austin Theory, whether or not I liked him with. I the mean, briefcase. we didn't like we didn't like it that 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 ultimately they clearly didn't know what to do with it and just yeah. hit eject. Right, it, but US as far as him coming yeah. out and finding different ways to get thwarted, I thought that was great. Exactly, and but that was smart, right? That's logical, like. If you have someone with a briefcase, and by the way, Damian Priest is a hell of a lot more dangerous than Austin Theory, but if you have someone with a briefcase, they should constantly be looking for that, especially if they're a heel, should be constantly looking for the opportunity. By the way, I don't know if you know this, Damian Priest is in a group with three other people, too. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's it's like it starts to get really silly when you could just have the three people in your group beat the shit out of the champion, too. And, you know, and, and to the point. I, I, I'm going to, there's no justification for Seth Rollins walking out of this pay-per-view with the belt. No, you can't, you can't justify it. It either has to be that he lost to Shinsuke Nakamura and Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't have a broken back and Shinsuke Nakamura is still healthy enough that you can question whether or not it makes sense for, um, for, for, for Damien to cash in on him at that point. Or it has to be that Seth Rollins somehow survived but got cashed in on. There is no justification for Seth Rollins to still have the belt coming out of this. Now, if the answer is, yeah, but we promised the Saudis that he would have the belt, then so we got to figure out what to do. Do the Saudis care about Seth Rollins having the belt? I I don't have a reason to think that, but I'm saying if that were the case, right? Like if – for whatever I, th- reason. I think what he's saying is we just assume they care about certain things and we don't know what those things are. Yeah, and if and that it, happens to be one of them, the reason they they heard they wanted Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton for the championship. They right? like the videos of people singing. Yeah. If, for whatever stupid reason. Yep. And you're left in this like, well, F, we got to figure something out scenario. Then one, I wouldn't have announced a last man standing match. Right. Like I'd start with that. I wouldn't have made this a last man standing match. But. I, I guess if there's a reason why you have to do it, they might do it. But short of that, there's no business reason. There's certainly no K, like kayfabe reason. Seth Rollins can't be the champion at the end of this night. You have presented too much for that to be. And it becomes utterly cartoonish. Like it's no longer look at everything Seth is overcoming. It's now LOL Cena wins. Um there's no way to justify Seth Rollins as the champion. 
So the should is Shinsuke Nakamura. I'll say the will is Seth wins and gets cashed in on. And Damian Priest walks out as champion, which actually in a way makes me a little bit worried that they're going to give Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso the belts. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that, and that, by the way, if Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso win the belts, Damian Priest is 100% cashing in. Not right. even now, a doubt in my they, mind. I don't think that they have to do it that way for Damian Priest to cash in. I don't think there's anything wrong with Damian. Because then you can do the storyline of Finn's mad about how, you know, he doesn't care about the tag belts any longer. Yeah. And only cares about that belt. And that can set up the tag champions fighting each other. You know, you can do whatever you want to do there. But I don't you could also do the free bird rolls. I was going to say, Finn Balor and JD McDonough as champs. Or, or Dom or whoever, yeah. And they could do a number of things there. I don't think they have to drop them. But I also think they could drop them. And then, you know, in our darkest moment, when everything looks like it's gone to hell, look who walks out of the night as the champion. So... I, I think that's what's going to happen. I think it would be utterly and completely insane for Seth Rollins to be champion at the end of the night. Let, let me and ask it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask you guys one more question about this match. If Shinsuke wins, if they pull the trigger and Shinsuke wins, I feel like it's less likely probably that he gets cashed in on unless, you know, Correct. unless they don't care or whatever. Does that mean the next pay-per-view we're getting Seth and Shinsuke again in like Hell in a Cell or something? Depends on and then how that's it, when that happens. It depends Seth wins how it back. You, it depends how you play this. If Shinsuke wins because he destroys Seth Rollins, and this is a, a case for Seth to sit out for two months, something along those lines, then no. Otherwise, yeah, probably. But but like even if that happens, do they have to do the third match when he gets back? Depends on who has. So they the give belt. Shinsuke a two-month run or whatever. Depends who has the belt at the time. Like if Shinsuke if has dropped ha- it already. No, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Like you like, don't you don't have to because destroying somebody in a match is different from destroying him outside a match. So no, you don't you have know, to. But, but what but I'm saying problem. is this is match two. Oh, just the first Seth, one. Seth has to get his rematch. Yes. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Glenn. By the way, if Shinsuke. If, I think if Shinsuke actually, wins, he has to have a, not a long run, but a run, because it's too important that Shinsuke won the belt for him to drop it. Why? I, I, I just think that people have been waiting for the Shinsuke Nakamura moment. I think most people have given up hope that there was going to be a Shinsuke. I know, but once, once you do it, you can't make it like a three-week run. I, I will, I will say that. It doesn't have to be long. It just can't be like he loses it in Saudi. Uh, let, me, let me, Aaron, I'll give you this. If you're going to do that, this is the perfect time to do that because it's October. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is exactly when you could do that. Sure. I I don't I don't look man, I I would want Shinsuke Nakamura to have a longer run, but I think I'm going to disagree with you about then have him having to have a longer run. He definitely does not have to. But I, if I, if you were going to do that, right now is a perfect time. I would say that it's magical that Shinsuke Nakamura would even be a champion at this point because I've just made peace with the idea that that's never going to happen. And so simply the fact that he would forever be able to be called a former champion is good enough for me, man. Like, just because I I don't think it's – I'm so convinced it's not going to occur that I don't know how I can be mad. I also think that you run the risk of people cheering for him 
Like oh, well, that's definitely in play. I was going to like, say the first time he comes out with the belt, he's overwhelming cheers. I, he I deserves think, well, it. I I think you have to protect that pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Like well, he's going to get a you deserve it at the end of this match. If you, I mean, depending on how you do so, it, right? which is again another reason why he's not going to win. And I don't think he, I I agree that I don't think he's going to win. But if you could do this where you get through that, where you let people, or where he's really is underhanded and it's ugly, right? Like it's it's ugly whatever he does in order to win the match and it leads to it's it's awkward to cheer for it and then the thing on monday that you're worried about you immediately send seth rollins back out there with them or you know something that can protect from there being too many cheers for shinsuke nakamura and you keep seth in the equation and seth wants one more shot at it i I think you could do it, and I wouldn't even be angry about it. And then, to Brandon's point, you could have Seth win it right back and then have Damian Priest cash in on him, you know, moments later after he won a a Hell in the Cell or something like that. You you know who they did a pretty good job with in that exact situation was – and now he's still got some cheers, but, like, the way that they had Daniel Bryan win the the title from AJ Styles that time, (laughs) they did a pretty good job. Like, it it was – like, I think we wanted to cheer, but, like, people were kind of like, oh. Okay, like great, but yeah, Daniel Bryan just, was also really good at turning on the dickishness and turning on the fans so quickly. Yeah, like you just kicked him in the nuts. That's not really why we like you. Like, why? Why did this happen? Um, you know, and kicked off one of the best heel runs <laughs> of anyone. Um, you know, if he if and that's why I'm sort of comparing this. Like, he won that right before Survivor Series. And carried it through Mania. Now, he's not, like, if Nakamura wins, he's not carrying it to Mania. I, I would be very no. surprised if they did that. But if you told me he carried it for a couple of months, like, this is that time of year, like, you can get away with that. And and I think we'd all love it. No, I think I'm, I'd be totally good with it, for sure. There's no doubt. All right. Uh, very good. we got to wrap up, because we've done two hours somehow on this week of all weeks. I think we did um, an hour on AEW alone. Yeah. Well, Edge, right? I get it. All right, uh, Aaron, what are you plugging? Uh, follow me on Twitter at the A Oster. Come out to the Circa whenever you're in Vegas, or just come out to Vegas. And Glenn's not coming to the When We Were Young festival, so you should come see me there. Aaron's now <laughs> he's putting <laughs> over Vegas. That's right. Come to Vegas. I like Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas. That's right. Vegas needs hey, some help. You guys. You guys ever heard of this Las Vegas place? <laughs> you know, really I think the best come. thing about the, that the is F1, the F1 has completely destroyed Vegas, so don't come to when, Vegas when right now. That? When is the F1? Mid-November, and they're already like She's shutting just, down. It, it, it's just a disaster. And we you did. made fun of me for putting over the Foo Fighters. Vegas is much more uh, less in need <laughs> of that than the Foo Fighters. Aaron's like, you heard of that? You too, huh? You guys heard of that? We gotta. <laughs> We got, know, we got a, I, we got a big, a we got a big that ball that's tripping people out. Aaron, awesome. did you go? You too? Yeah. No, I did not drop a grand or more. Well, I didn't know you if, too. you know, some connection or something. Um, I know several people who went. Um, all, uh, all who make a lot more money than I do. I yeah, so do I. I would imagine. The, like, leadership in the company. Uh, they said it was incredible. Um, oh, and, I, by the way, they need to have a wrestling show there. And they said it was too big for their feel. Like I, yeah. some of the feedback was like, 
they felt like inside it felt too big. Interesting. Um, I've I've heard that. I've heard there were there were a few little complaints here, but my God, they need to have wrestling there. The picture, yeah, the the pictures of it are crazy. And who's going to be the first company to uh to to do a show in there? You could do the Thunderdome in there, you know? Or what? Oh what God, they, could you imagine? What, is that what they called it? I, I, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could do the Thunderdome. Okay. So, are, sorry, are you still plugging? Now go. Okay. Uh, we announced Dexter and the Moon Rocks for December eighth. Zach Sabbath, which is Zach Wild uh, uh, and a couple other guys doing Black Sabbath songs okay. on January 3rd. Almost Queen returns January 26th. And um, just announced today, Neck Deep uh, returns to Ramshead Live. Great package with Drain, who is like one of the uh, newest, hottest, like hardcore bands and um, a band called Bearings. And that's going to be February 20th. Tickets for all those shows are on sale at RamsheadLive.com, at RamsheadLive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Are there going to be any other shows coming up in February, Brandon? Anything else? <sighs> it got canceled. Oh, the no! The thing I told you about. They, oh. They're not doing the tour anymore. Yeah, it sucks. Oh. Sucks. We're going to have to find a different Valentine's Day date. Damn it. All right, we go to Vegas. That's what we're doing. <laughs> there we go. We're going to Vegas. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. I want to plug uh, the Orioles. They're a baseball team. They're in the playoffs, and that hasn't happened a lot, and it's the reason why I'm not going to Vegas. So if they lose in the divisional round, I'm going to be suicidal. So please, the Orioles, please don't piss the bed. Please, I'm begging you. Oh, God. I'm sure uh, they'll be fine. I I, I, I like I, no, had some, I, I, I that was on per. I like I feel yeah, like that's something you don't want to hear. When the season ended, I'm like, I am supremely confident in the Orioles. They're going to the World Series. Then I'm watching other teams play baseball where the Orioles aren't, and I'm like, they're never gonna win a game. <laughs> <laughs> Look how good these teams are. Oh, I can't do it. Aaron, Aaron, and I had this conversation last week. Mm-hmm. This is not fun. Like this is oh no not, this is gonna be this is gonna be it doesn't matter win or lose this is gonna be the worst month of your life oh this is going to suck so much but please the Baltimore Orioles please I'm begging you um don't do better don't, do better than the WWE did with the Bloodline thank you that's all I can ask for although that's a very low bar Aaron <laughs> if they win one game in the division series, they will have accomplished that goal. I don't know. The, the, the Orioles can uh, create three main event stars. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Uh, at, You're AJ welcome. Francis, at AJ Francis 410 for our guy Dalla as well. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. AJ Francis. I am Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out chopping out and as always god save almost queen go yourself